And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode 179 today. Uh, I am your host, Brandon Kurtzman. Alongside me, Tommy Savaro, league analyst. Um, we are here for a week two recap, week three preview. Uh, before we get the podcast going, just want to say season two, two weeks down. I like a lot of teams. I think this is going to be a very competitive season to see which 10 teams make the playoffs and which team comes up on top. Very pleased with like the, the, like the execution of a lot of teams and, uh, just, just happy that people come into the season a lot more prepared than years past. Um, I feel like the game is already moving a lot more crisply for a lot of teams in the league. Um, yeah, week two preview, week three recap. I mean, week week two recap, week three preview. Um, we're playing at the Bluefield again this week, just so everyone knows. And we will be back at the high school the following week. All right, with that being said, let's get it going. First game of the week two was a 9 o'clock game between the Cowboys and the Jaguars. Dan Anarella and company against Trevor Garland, Liam Knowles and company. Uh, the Cowboys won this game 19-15 to or 18-15 to uh, with a game-winning touchdown to Isaiah Copes down the sideline followed by a massive game-winning touchdown dropped by Liam Knowles on the second-to-last play of the game. Tommy? You saw this game? I saw maybe the last five minutes of this game. Okay, what did you think of the last five minutes? And I'll give you more of a recap um, of the game. I, I saw <laughs> I saw Liam drop a touchdown. And, oh, jeez. Uh, listen, um, I, I, I didn't even look at the tapes. I wish I would uh, would have. Uh, that's why I had more to comment on. Uh, it's not very often that you're going to see that happen. Uh, I'm not blaming anyone here. I thought the ball was a little bit underthrown. Uh, the defender had just he basically gave up the on the play. The defender gave up on the play and then realized the ball was thrown so high in the air that he actually tried to go make a play. Regardless, right. didn't actually make a play on the ball. Liam, with what he would tell you, is probably one of the worst drops of his life. But honestly, that's not the reason why they lost the game when you look at the tape and watch the game. Early on, I thought they moved the ball well. Um, they scored on one of their first two possessions of the game, moved right down the field. Dan answered with, or scored first, I believe, on a... A beautiful deep ball to, I believe, was Liam Casey. Um, Dan has shown early that he's going to take a lot of shots down the field, and he's very accurate with the ball down the field. Um, one of my favorite phrases is a hands the ball off 45 yards down the field. Uh, and he's been doing that a couple of times already this season through three weeks. And um, when you're playing them, you have to be ready for deep shots because uh, Ponte, Liam Casey, and Chris Cruz all capable of making plays. Um I believe the Cowboys only had seven guys in this game, so um, big game for them. No Austin. They had more subbing for them. Um, but this is a game that, I, I mean, listen, the Cowboys made play after play to keep in this game, but I thought the Jaguars kind of just weren't really awake for a lot of this game. Garland got hurt in the middle of the game. I know um, they had Shamir play quarterback a little bit while Trevor kind of was off the side fig- figuring out what was wrong. Um, Cowboys played well, though. Played good defense. Uh, held held uh, the Jaguars to just 15 points, um, and they moved the ball pretty well. I thought uh, they scored on. They also scored another play that was called back by a penalty. Um, I like this Cowboys team. They put points on the board and they play pretty good defense. Their flag pulling is pretty good. Um, 
Ramos, uh, Jason Ramos, yeah. and Morick did a pretty good job getting pressure. Swags had a huge pick six in this game. All right, uh, yeah, let's, let's talk about that. Yeah, Swags pick six. It was on a it was on a third or fourth and goal. Like a forty yard reserve, yeah, he, return. Yeah, he he dropped. Yeah, he dropped from the defensive tackle and he jumped up, tipped it up to himself, caught it, and then got a convoy of blocks down the sideline or down yeah down the middle of the field, honestly, and scored a touchdown, which honestly gave the Cowboys a lot of momentum in the game. Um, so the Cowboys the, the really Jaguars, only scored one offensive touchdown. No, they scored three. One was called back by a hold or a, or no, a, he was over the line it was called back it's not a touchdown okay so scored. what was, was the final in this game after they scored 1915 no, 15. so they scored two they moved the ball two offensive one, one defensive one okay. yeah no listen they moved the ball they score on the big play dan is is using his legs a little bit more which i like um i think i picked the cowboys in this game because I remember Liam said to me before the game or he texted Liam texted me saying Kayla you picked against me um <clears throat> well Jaguars fall to two and one. Cowboys improve to two and one. I like the Cowboys. They're definitely gonna be moving up in the power rankings. I heard someone say something about that right after the game. So uh, yeah, I think they're gonna be moving up my power rankings a little bit for sure this sure. week. Um, I like this Cowboys team. If they get Austin back this week, I think they're they're primed to make a nice. In I, I, I was excited when there's good quarterback play. That means another quarterback in the league. Yep, makes for more better competition in this league. So Correct. I'm loving it so far. I hope. Uh, Hope he sustains it, yeah. keeps it up. Hope this is a playoff team. Yep. All right, next game of the day was also at 9 o'clock. Um, it was um, the Bengals versus the Lions. This was the first game in league history to um, start like it was 9 o'clock. There were only five guys there for the Bengals. They got three minutes, and then the clock started, and then the Lions jumped on the field, and it was se- it was 7 nothing in two plays because they were playing 7 on 5. Uh, Jake and A-Rod and maybe someone else showed up like right a couple minutes later and then the Bengals the Bengals win this game 21-14 the Lions also get the ball to start both halves in this situation so this goes for all you 9 o'clock teams if you don't show up this is what happens um the Bengals immediately just started getting stops D-Line did a good job getting pressure Marola Roman had a big game had a couple sacks um a lot of shit talking in the middle of this one Vin Orlando made a few huge catches in the second half when Leota moved to line and Vin moved to quarterback. Uh, Flott made a bunch of catches throughout the game. But Sam Allen continues to move his team down the field precisely with short passes. Let's Keanu make play. Keanu caught a deep pass uh, down the sideline on a fake screen go. Um, they run another uh, halfback option? No. no, no halfback option this week, I don't think at least. Oh, no, Jake did throw the ball this week, I think, but it was bad. I think it was on a conversion. Um, but the Bengals play really good defense. They have really good athletes in the secondary, and they get after the quarterback. Um, Marola, they threw, they could throw Jake on there. Jake played a little hobbled in this game. Um, yeah, groin pull. Yeah, he had a groin. Some he was he was limping out there. A Rod played a good game. You know he's always loud, making a bunch of flag grabs. Um, the Bengals improved to two and zero with this win, beating me last two weeks ago, and then beating Leota in week two. Uh, Sam Allen said, is the hate going to stop on the podcast? Uh, he's two wins, got 27 points and 21 points, respectively, playing some pretty good defense. He had a couple of nice plays in the secondary. Yeah, they got a good team. I like this Bengals squad. It was a big win. It's a big win because you start a game with five guys and you basically start the game down You basically start the game down 7-0 because two plays in playing with five guys. You give up a long touchdown to Flott. Um, basically outscore them 21-7 when there were when there were seven guys on both sides of the field. Um, not a good look for the Lions. They fall to 0-2 on the season. Do we um, have uh, any con- quarterback controversy on that? I don't team? know if it's a controversy. I don't know if Leota's shoulder is going to hold up. I 
called? I don't know if I don't know if they, I, I don't know the reason for the in-game switch this past week. Did uh, I didn't talk to them? <clears throat> um, I talked to uh, I talked to Vin after the game. Yeah, he's not really into. He doesn't no, he want to play back. I know he doesn't. Yeah, he wants to play receiver. And going back to that, did he get enough targets this week? Uh, I honestly don't think he had that many targets. Really? Yeah, Flot, Flot has been dominating the target share through two weeks for Leota. They had a good connection with Georgia, so I'm not, like, shocked by it. But uh, just Vin's a guy that's really dynamic in the open field and can make a lot of plays and has really strong hands. So um, just moving the ball around probably yeah, will help this listen, offense a little bit. There are, there are game changers in this league, and he's one of them, and you got to get the ball to him. Yeah. Whether he's playing quarterback or he's playing uh, you know, receiver or he's playing tight end, playing anywhere on the field, he can make a difference. So. Yeah. If if your team is struggling, then I'd be leaning on guys like Ben Gargano. Yeah, he had he also got hurt in this game. He was playing a little hobbled as well. Um or he got hurt, I don't know if it's during the game, before the game, whatever. Um this Lions team, I'm not like I hate to throw out like a group, but we said it during the draft recap, we said it during the week one preview. Um their line is just a little undersized. Um they moved Leota to line. It got a little bit better. Vin had a little more time to throw on some plays, but on other plays, it was the, the defense got, did a great job getting in quickly. Um, they need to improve in all areas. Their defense played pretty well both weeks. They only allowed they only allowed twenty one and fourteen, which is not really bad. You could win games when your defense is allowing like seventeen points a game. So, um, not worry about their defense. They make plays. They get stops, but. Um, they just weren't able to get it done. Keanu had a huge day. I know he caught multiple deep balls, uh, one one or two for a touchdown. Um, yeah, no, I already talked about this Bengals team. I like them. I think they're going to be good as long as Sam continues to play the way he's playing. Jake gets back healthy this week. Connor Connor makes a difference on both sides of the ball. And they're a team with pretty good attendance. Like guys that have historically historically have been good attendance but they guys. Up five to start the game. Well, I mean, they all were there eventually. Just took a little bit, you know. Nine o'clock. I mean, I don't I don't give anyone excuse for showing up late to a nine o'clock yeah. game. We're all adults, but they're usually a team that has pretty good attendance um, based on prior seasons. So if they all show up and they have a full team or close to a full team each week, I think I'm going to like them a lot of weeks. Um, final twenty one fourteen Bengals. Um, was a good game. All right, let's talk about the ten o'clock games. We'll start with the Bills versus the 49ers. Suroff loses his first regular season game in 20, last 20, it was last 20. Talk about it because I know you were probably watching it because I don't know if you're watching my game. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm not going to take anything away from the Bills, but uh, Suroff had a, a great deal of trouble with the uh, center exchange. Yes, there were a lot of snaps that were high, that were lobbed, that were it over his head. Very frustrating. Um <laughs> I, the, the, a lot of them that were high, you know, it takes a second or two off the uh, off the time to throw. Correct. Uh, throws your timing off. Uh, some of them that were slow were kind of like lollipopped again. You know, yeah. you got to get that ball back there quick. He's got to be able to make quick decisions. We've said this about Jake Hill well before. Yeah, but but Jake Hill is, is, is a great is a great player, great lineman. Has he ever had problems snapping the ball before? We, yeah, he did. Really? And yeah, they. I think IB stopped having him snap for one of his teams he played uh-huh. on. I just think, and I and I think we said this about him when he was on the Steelers with Suroff back in the day. Um, 
listen, I'm just going to be honest. When you snap like that and you're receiving snaps like that as a quarterback, it's it's even more of a mind game because you have like when your center is consistent every time, it's right to you, right to you, right to you for like 98% of the snaps. That's one less thing you have to think about as a right. quarterback. Now he has to think about where is the snap going to go before he even thinks about I have to catch it, then I have to look at the field and try to find someone open. Yeah, it, I mean you get that snap fast, you're right into your progressions. Yes. You don't you don't get that fast enough, and it's you know now it's improvised. Yep. it's run to the left, run to the right. Let's improvise. Kind of fucks up your plays. Yeah, no, no, 100% does. Um, and in this game, the Bills, uh, I thought early on they were struggling once again to move the ball a little bit. But then they figured it out about, let's call it a couple minutes before the half, started moving the ball, and then the second half outscored them 14-0. They were down 9-7 in this game, and they finished the game on a 14-0 run. Um, Sobes is finding his footing, running the ball a lot more, which I like to see, using Douglas again in the past game. Douglas had a really good game also on the D-line, I thought. I thought he played a really good game. Um, Sedano did a good job for the Niners, but I really like this Bills team. They got a, they've been slow starters in both games so far, or two of their three games, maybe all three of their games, honestly, so far this season. They improved to 2-1 and one on the season. Niners dropped to 1-1 one and one after this game. Um, I want to just keep seeing Sobes get back to where he was because I think he Mid-time. will eventually. He made a couple of really nice throws on the sidelines to Cam. Cam had a big day. Cam Crooms um, had a long touchdown, a couple other long catches in the middle of the field. Um yeah. I, yeah, Cam, Cam was the star in this yeah, game. Yeah, Cam was the star in this game. I heard a lot of that on the film. Um, I, th- I, I, like I said in the beginning of the season, I like this Bills team. They're a physical, they're a physical group up front. They uh, can make life difficult for an opposing quarterback, and especially when you're getting help from bad center snaps to the quarterback, yeah. it really can help out that defensive line. Features Rhett, Kaka, um, and Douglas. Um, I like this Bills team. I'm going to continue probably to like this Bills team. I picked them in this game. Yeah, what's well, not the luck? You get you get a quarterback who returns to you know his uh, his glory days, yep. and that, that that type of form. Then they're going to be trouble. You got Krumska's stretch of defense. You got Mike uh, Russo, Russo, Jordan yeah, yeah. Got a lot of guys that can and, play and, good football. Then, then you got Douglas on the line that that you know can eat you alive also. Yep. Uh, they they can get the offensive anywhere. I, I don't I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, offense has been slow through two weeks, but I expect it to pick up a little bit as they continue to get more uh, continuity with each other. Um, as for the Niners. Just it was a hot start, nine seven. Augie caught a nice whip out for a touchdown on Zenoya, and then really wasn't much offense. They got a, they got a safety on a, a play where Mike Russo took a, a halfback handoff and did like a five step back step into the end zone, then got this flag pulled. Um, but outside of that, I thought the Bills played a pretty good game. Niners good need line to fi- play Rhett. You know, seems like Rhett's getting into a fight every week. With yeah, I know. I don't know. Let's go with that. Right, let's relax. I know. Him, listen, listen. He's a quiet guy, but don't don't get on his bad side. He's got a mean streak in him. Uh, yeah. Is he still leading the league in sacks right now? I have no idea. I have to do all the stats. This yeah. Um, he's having a hell of a year so far. Yeah, he's having a good season. Um, it, what I will say though about the Niners is I thought that the plays that weren't fucked up by the snaps were like Suroff. They were moving the ball a little bit. Like yeah. they were getting first downs. I think um, with clean snaps, he, yeah, he was moving the ball. Absolutely. They were moving the ball. Like they, like it was just those those big negative plays from the snaps that were yeah. over his head. Yeah. And Sarov was so smart on most of them. He just fell on them. He didn't right. try to pick them up pick and make a play. Yes, exactly. So, um, yeah, just a tough week, tough game for the Niners. Tough week for the Niners. Um, but I'm not worried about Sarov bouncing back. He's a great quarterback in this league. I know he'll figure it out, and I know that he'll. Make sure that either J.K. Will is snapping well or he's not snapping anymore. So, um, all right. Bills win this game 21-9, to according to my uh, calculations of watching the film. 
All right, other 10 o'clock game. Vikings versus Chargers. Also a rough day for the Vikings. Um, purple yeah. Curse, Purple Curse. Purple Curse off to a good start. Uh, lost three games in a row after blowing a second-half lead to the Bengals. But in this in this week, the, the thing I knew coming in was that both of these defensive lines were going to be able to have an advantage in the trenches against us. I wasn't naive to that. But what I was not naive to was what I was naive to was that they were able so well to put my flag people that I thought I could outrun to the sideline people I thought I could make miss more than not Famundo Claude uh, I'm not going to say I can think I can make DeLon miss because DeLon's one of the best athletes in the league but those are two guys that I thought going in I'd be able to move around them a little bit but they were so good at collapsing the pocket forcing me into either bad throws or just taking sacks I think the Chargers sacked me 11 times yeah they dominated you they dominated the line of scrimmage but even through all that at halftime it was only 15 to 2 and we scored out of the half to make it 15-9 or 15-8. So I really, I was like, I was like, all right, like we, Dylan came at halftime. I kind of thought maybe we can get a stop. But then on offense, they also just punished us in the trenches. They got crazy running lanes for uh, for Collis. He ran for I think two or three touch, two I think two touchdowns in this game. I think he threw for two as well. Um, Collis had a great first game. He came with a really good game plan. They ran the ball down our throats and they made us pay for not being. Tougher in the trenches. Collis's last two seasons have been rough here in Bear Down. Uh, right? No, just last one. Just he the last only, one. He only played two. He was Cal when he Right, won. right, right. But uh, I think I think he's healthy. Yeah. I, I was talking to him. He says, you know, he's, he's the first time he's healthy in a, a long time. Yeah. And, and you could see it because. He was flying. Yeah, he, he was moving. He was and, moving. And I think he was throwing dots. I think his passes were very, yes. very accurate. Especially uh, in game two, which we'll talk lo- about. Lo- a love bit. the play calls. He's got a big physical line yeah. uh, in front of him. I, I I expect this big team, things and this team is very impressed by this team. This team is suited for any type of style of game. Yeah. They can score because they can they can control the line of scrimmage and if they want if you want to play in a defensive battle, they're here for it because their defensive line plus their secondary, which is filled by a bunch of new guys that I want to shout out. Jane Elliott, um Dion Brazil, who had a great first week in the league. And, um oh my god, I'm forgetting his name. Ray DeSant and Will Friedman. Four guys that I didn't know anything about. I was confident going in that, like, Pip and Dylan on the outside, i kind of be able to move the ball. And in the second half, we did move the ball because we scored two touchdowns. Then the third one, I threw a pick in the end zone. Very bad bad pick by me. Collis made a phenomenal play. Um, they win this game 32-13, to but they beat us up. They beat us up for 40 minutes, really, yeah. being honest. Um, and it kind of led into our this terrible, disgusting game two of the day. But, um, yeah, yeah, uh, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, no, the Chargers, I really like the Chargers. You're going to see that in the power in my power rankings. Um, you'll see it in the standings a bunch of the season, I bet, because this team, they know what their identity is immediately, and they're going to they're going to punish you for 40 minutes. You better be ready for a war when you're going against that line and that team. They got a big, strong, physical team. So uh, Kyle is running the ball very well, and he was throwing very well, I thought, and that's usually been his Achilles heel. So uh, if he's got that going for him, they're a tough team to beat. Yeah, big physical team. Yep. You know, Big physical teams normally do very well, yeah. honestly. All right. Okay. All right. Other 10 o'clock. Oh, no, sorry. We're in the 11 o'clock games now. I guess we'll just stick with the Vikings. Or no, you know, we'll stick with the Chargers. We'll go to the Vikings after. Okay. All right. Chargers <laughs> played against the 49ers, beat them. Both teams in the second year of their doubleheader beat them 39 to 14. Yeah. Was this was down. another. Another beatdown. Another beatdown. Uh, the Chargers came in. They were hyped off their first win. The Niners maybe weren't feeling great about how that first game ended. And it showed because for uh, outside of one touchdown, I think I'm pre- oh by Sedano, well, outside one touchdown by Sedano, 
their offense really just couldn't get it going. Again, the snaps weren't good, but the Chargers, once again, are big in the trenches. They beat you up in the trenches on both sides of the ball, and they're able to control the game because of that. And Kyle's had a couple throwing touchdowns, had a couple rushing touchdowns. DeLon had a touchdown in this game. Um, and once again, I'm pretty sure they sacked Sir off a bunch also. So... I got really not a lot more to say about the Chargers. You kind of can tell how I feel about them. What did, did DeLon go in the draft? Nine. Oh, nine. Okay. Malik went ten. DeLon went nine. Oh, overall. Ninth yeah, overall. yeah, yeah. Not ninth round. I was going to say what the... Nine, ninth, ninth overall, yes, to Collis. Um, so, and so I, that was Collis' first pick? Yeah, and I told... And I, said, first pick. I told Collis as soon as he made the pick, I said that's the best pick for you because he can play wherever you need him to play. Yeah. You need him to play DB, D-line, O-line, receiver. Whatever you need, he could do it for you. Uh, he's dynamic with the ball in his hands, and he's also an elite defensive end. So Elite. Elite. Elite, elite yeah. D-back, he might too. Have had, he might have had... Put him like, in the secondary, he's elite yeah. there, too. He might have had like seven or eight sacks on the day. I'm not kidding, because I know he had four yeah, or five he, of me. So it's he's, gonna be, he's dangerous anywhere he lines up on the field. Yeah, and I think one thing about the Chargers that you can't understate is the fact that because they have such good defensive linemen, which they also threw Ray Descent on the defensive line as well at times, you can't double-team any of these guys. Like, everyone's in a one-on-one. You're going to tell me that most times one of those three is going to win a one-on-one. Yeah. So it's going to be it's going to be a battle anytime you play against this Chargers team in the trenches, and they showed it again in Game 2, put up 39 points against this Niners team, which I thought had a very good defense coming into the uh Coming into yeah, the league, yeah, kind of boggles my mind. They give that many points. Yeah, uh, yeah, very, uh, very boggles. You got very Dins back there. You got Augie back there. But listen, when you can control the line of scrimmage, then it comes down to flag pulling. If you don't make the flag pulls, like someone like Delon is really good at making guys miss. Yeah. Um, so Chargers, big win. Collis, big return statement to the league after a uh, season off. Very excited to see how they move forward because I think they're going to be amongst the league leaders. Uh, sorry, amongst the top of the standings a lot of this season. Agreed. All right, other 11 o'clock game. The worst game of my pref- my yeah. bear down <laughs> flag football in general career. I lose 46 nothing to Justin Laguna and the Steelers. Uh, let me talk about this Justin Laguna and the Steelers team. This team is big, fast, and physical. Um, they are a complete team 1 through 10. They dominate the line of scrimmage. They don't give up pressure to Laguna. And, um, yeah, Justin drafted a really good team that knows exactly how to play together. A bunch of these guys have played together in uh, their flag football lives. I think it was uh, someone said eight of the ten guys have played together before. Um, I threw two pick sixes back-to-back, basically. One was bad. One was even worse. Um, I thought after that we settled down. Um, we, We moved the ball the next drive, just didn't punch it in. But then outside of that, I was under pressure all day. My offensive line was beat up from the first game. Wasn't able to hang in the second game either. Um, laid into my team a little bit. Laid into my team a little bit uh, this week in the chat. Not bad. Just kind of like we need to just forget that happened and just play better and play more physical and be more physical in the trenches. Like, at the end of the day, I said it. They beat us up. Like, they beat us up in the trenches. We need to just be... Two straight games. You, you need to just be... Well, yeah, two, the, I Probably played, the best two lines. I probably played the two most physical teams along with the Bills in terms of trench play this season. And... Um, and... Uh, it just wasn't a good day. We didn't move the ball. I didn't play well. Uh, Dylan had a pretty good day, I thought. But, I mean... I don't know. It just it wasn't a good day. We had a couple drops. I'm not blaming my receivers for anything. I played horrible, but um, we any any opportunity we really had, someone or something happened where we just didn't do what we were supposed to do, and that's what happens when you lose four six nothing. You feel like that, and right. it was tough. I'm gonna forget about it and move on. But 
I'll, I watched the film a few times just to see how bad it was. I I told you know like we discussed this last week. I thought you know Laguna is a special talent. Yeah. Um, his brother is a special talent his, too. His brother looks just like him. Yeah, I, I knew they looked and like, but I know what it is. No one impressed me most. It, it's it's the attitude, the way they carried themselves. Uh, they they had a big lead on you, and he's telling his players, "This is zero 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 zero. It's zero zero. And I've been hearing that as long as I'm. And he, he comes back, and when he comes back to the sideline, he, he makes sure his players know. No, listen, we, we, there's no cruising here. Yeah, it, it's it's every play. It's 100 percent every play. That's why he wins. Yeah, and and like, looking at his brother, his his brother, like you you don't see a facial expression on him. Correct. It's poker face the whole game. Yep. yep. And, and it's all business with him. Yep. They'll come out play offensive line or defensive line. It's it's just all business. That their receiver is super quick. What's his name? Kanish. Co- Mike Konish. Konish. Yeah. 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 Konish. <laughs> you can call him a Kanish. Holy shit! He's, he's flies. He flies. Yeah. Flies. Um, I want to shout out a bunch of guys in that team. Lou Velez had a big game. Caught a bunch of passes. Caught. Um, had a pick six. Um. Dave Fleming played really good corner. I had to go at somebody. It ended up being him, but he made a lot of plays. Uh, Jelani had a good game, first game in the league. Uh, Kev Morris, welcome back, played great. Um, they were just great all over. This is a very, very tough team. Tough, physical, fast, and you have Justin Luguna playing quarterback. I, I, I did pick him to win the doubleheader. I think I picked them in the other game, just not against me, not obviously. Against you, yeah. Yeah, but they, I actually heard someone say, you really picked against us on the pod, and I was like, what am I going to do, pick you to beat me? Like, I don't care who you yeah, are. Like yeah. I, I've never not. Just so you know, right. Steelers, I've never not picked myself right, you always before. Pick I'm going to pick myself you to win every you, time I step in the field. Never going defeated. Yeah, like did I know that there were going to be some some things we were going to have to overcome to win that game? Yes, I'm not yeah. blind, but I didn't think it was going to be like that. So uh, if I see you again, I promise you it won't be like that. But it was like that on Sunday. And all the credit goes to them because they came into the game super prepared. Justin was very ready to go. Uh, they had a terrible first drive, and then outside of that first drive where they went three and out, they dominated the game. So, um, yeah, got really nothing more to say about our team. We just didn't have a good day. We're going to be better this week, I promise you that. And, uh, yeah, it's going to look a little different for the Purple Squad. Hey, well, you plays on the sideline bitching about the purple jerseys. Not, not yeah, were they? Yeah, they said nice. we said to go white and, you know, we went purple. There's like four white teams, so I don't think that's possible. Yeah, but, but you know, yeah, no, one, is what no one's is. digging the purple. No one's digging the purple. purple Someone's got to be it every year. It's a purple curse. No, no, team, no one has to be it every year. No don't team. pick purple. All right, there's not that many colors, bro. We got you can win Tampa teams. Bay orange or, you know, or, and I have seen or pewter. Or Bengals. Pewter, the Raiders, like oh, Raiders are great. The Raiders haven't even won yeah, that jersey yeah, yet. I know, I have them for them, but we'll talk about. The, I don't need to talk about that. Um, all right, other. No, we did our eleven. We did our eleven. Yeah. All right, twelve o'clock games were Steelers versus Chiefs. We'll stick with the Steelers. Steelers picked up right where they left off. Got up to a twenty nothing lead on Tommy and the Chiefs. We're punching them in the mouth early, just like they wanted to do, like they did to us, just like they wanted to do every they wanted to do every game. Um, but then the Chiefs kind of figured it out. Tommy was making some throws, still taking sacks, still not moving the ball. But um, they started putting points on the board. Johnny Samarco, huge catch and run on a nice move between two defenders, uh, finds the end zone. But then they still couldn't really get stops. It was like 40 to 20 at a point. But then they scored a long touchdown to Malik. Malik really got going in the second half of this game. Tommy just. Yeah, I was waiting for him to wake up. I think Tommy at a point just started saying, I'm just throwing it to him every play, either if yeah, he's he open a, or if he's not open. Something like seven or eight consecutive possessions. Yeah, there, he uh, was going crazy possession. in the second half. They started talking a bunch of shit to the DBs because they could not guard him, to be honest. Just going to be completely honest with you. Um, they made some plays for sure, but Malik got the best of them a bunch, scored a couple touchdowns, had a couple really big catches. 
They cut this game to forty to thirty six, yeah, and but that was also with the help of an onside kick. Help of an, yeah, yeah. I, I listen. It's part of the game. It's I part understand. of the game. You got to finish the forty minutes, and you saw. Remember how you were saying yeah. Justin's always on the yeah. sideline saying zero zero. He was freaking out at his team for allowing this to happen. Um, they were able to get a pass breakup at the end zone to stop a second successful onside kick from happening, and they held on to win forty to thirty six. Um, do you think that has attributed anything of this to second half legs, or you think they kind of just second half of second game back to back legs, or you just think that Tommy was just Tommy and Malik were pulling well, listen, off magic Tom, like they always Tommy do? Tommy and Malik can turn that turn that on at any time in, in, in any game. Yeah. Um, oh my god. I would have liked to see more of that in the first half. Would I thought it would have been more competitive a game? Yes, correct. I, I mean, the score. If you look at the score, I say, hey, that's a hell of a competitive game, but not really. He spotted him twenty points. Exactly. Well, I'm not gonna say spotted. The yeah. Steelers went up twenty nothing. Right. Right. Um, and it took a lot for them to get back to that 36. Um, so uh, much respect for that. But, you know, here, here it is, a Steeler team, second game. Not a good. Header, and they, they, they threw up another 40 points. Yeah, they're going to They're going to be the highest scoring team in the league this year probably. Um, not good to look for the league that he comes in and beats me and Tommy. <laughs> there you go, yeah. <laughs> no, but listen, we Wasn't knew Justin. Championship quarterbacks? Correct. Uh, title game we quarterback? knew, uh, listen, we knew we knew coming into the season that Laguna's a great quarterback and the Steelers were going to be a good team. Uh, I didn't expect them to be this physical and this. this what, when he played last year, did he fill in for somebody? He or? filled in for Starry. Right, right, exactly. That so was did, summer. That was summer. That was, was a summer. long time ago. Okay. So now now we're talking that his, he gets his chance to draft his team. Correct. And play his style the way he wants to play it, and 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 coming in and doing what he did. And if he can do that every week, I, I'm listen. I'm really impressed with this team. Correct. It'd be hard pressed for me to pick someone against them. Yeah, you probably won't see us picking against the Steelers too many times this I, season. Listen, uh, I like the Chargers. I think that game is going to be electric. Was electric. Yeah, two very physical teams. I love to see that game. I can't wait for it. Yeah. Um, um, and if you ask me, I got them one and two in the, in the power rankings. I, I, I wrote them down. There's no one else no, I wrote no, so no, no, Yeah, I also have them one and two. Newsflash. But uh, anyway, uh, the Steelers win the game 40-36. to 36. Chiefs, I think, are still going to be a good team because they could put up points with anybody. They just need to find out, figure out a way to get a couple stops. Right. Um, and as for the Steelers, you have heard how we feel about them. All right, last game of the day was the Oilers versus the Raiders. Hogree first, Jarrock and company. Uh, Raiders um, kind of kind of rolled them. Very elite defensively. Didn't allow Jarrock to really get out in space and run the football. Uh, they do- I thought they played really well at the line of scrimmage, which is where the Oilers are going to have to win games at the line of scrimmage, and they weren't able to really in this game. Um, Ace played really well. Ray Cofano had another great game. Um, Cody Young had a pick six. Uh, Dwan very good uh, offensively. Uh, this is a good team. Yeah, I just think like last week I, they just had to get their legs under them. Uh, you know, get their number one pick in there, uh, play together. You know, last week the first time playing together. I thought this is more of what you're going to see out of this rated team that you saw this past week. Yeah, I think Ace is a huge part to that team. Missing him in week one was definitely a huge blow to their defense. Their defense comes back this week, throws up another game where they give up. Uh, they only gave up seven in this game. They win the game twenty. I, I had twenty six to seven. If I'm wrong, let me know. Um, but the Raiders kind of dominated this one. They were up twenty nothing. Mikey comes in for a play or two after Drock uh, hurt his ankle and immediately throws a touchdown pass. I think you're going to see a lot more of Mike Gariano a quarterback going forward this season. I think Jarrock is just better suited at receiver. You can get him out in space where there's less bodies to stop him from getting going. He did get hurt at the end of that game. He did get hurt. I know that's why Mikey came in. Um, but this Oilers team needs to figure it out. They're they're a um. 
They're going to be a team that needs to really kind of figure out what everyone's role is on the team. Still kind of need to play around with some of the moving parts and get the right formula going. Um, Mikey moving to quarterback, in my opinion, is the better move for this team. I, I still think you could have a two-quarterback system with this team. You got two quarterbacks, you got no quarterbacks? What's that? Say you got two quarterbacks, you got no quarterbacks, the old adage. Not if you got one that could run the ball. I think all you know it, it, the defense will dictate which you know one they could use. I mean... Drock needs to use sparingly a quarterback. It needs to be more a receiver, in my opinion. I, if, if it's got to be more of a passing game, i got to lean towards Mike. If it's got to be you know, more of a run, you know, Jarrock is the guy. They should be looking at what the Chargers did this week, running the ball with Collis, and try to mimic that on the line when Jarrock is, is in the game. Because you can just, if you move the line of scrimmage, Jarrock should be able to get out in open space and go. Collis was moving in open space the entire day. So yeah. um, maybe look at a little bit of that film. I don't know. Um, but the Raiders dominated this game. They played really well on both sides of the ball. They moved the ball well. Um, and they pull out a big win. Get back on track at their first win of the season. One and one. They get their jerseys this week, so they're going to be hyped. going to look a lot better than that. The silver and black going. Silver and black. Plus, listen, they get a free. They just got a, they got a uh, free bear down. Free bear down shirt. Nice, nice bear down shirt for free. Um, but, yeah, I'm expecting the Raiders to be a good team. I expect them to make the playoffs be a, and push for... Push for a championship. I like their defense. They 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 also play physical in the trenches, and uh, they um they impress me. So uh, the Raiders win, beat the Oilers twenty six to seven. Not down on the Oilers. Good about them, but I do think that with a good line protecting Mikey, they're gonna have. He had a lot of time to throw in these two weeks that he played quarterback. So um, yeah, that's how I feel about the Oilers. They have good athletes. Markel Bartlett. Um, uh, Steve Cirillo, Jarrock now at, at athlete. So I also think Jarrock is better playing when he doesn't have to worry about being quarterback and being like quote unquote leader. But obviously he's going to lead this team with Mikey. But um, they got to figure it out a little bit. One and they two. Will. They will. All right, let's do some power rankings. You got them written down, or we have. I got the three? first three. Who are your first three? Steelers, Chargers, Bengals. Steelers, Chargers, Bengals. Yeah, Bengals are two and zero. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, I guess that can be the top three. I would probably have the two and one teams are the Bills, the Jaguars, and the Cowboys. I think I like oh, Cowboys, the Cowboys the four, best out Bills of them. Five. Yeah, I'd say Bills five, Jaguars six. Trevor Garland's health is in question right now. They're uh, they have a bye this week actually. They asked me for one a couple weeks ago, um, so they won't be playing this week. Uh, I like the Jaguars at six, and then there's Raiders one and one, Chiefs one and two, Niners one and two, Oilers one and two. I think in this order is how I like them: Chiefs, Raiders, Niners. Oilers. I actually like the Raiders at 7 over the Chiefs at 8. 49ers at 9. Oilers at 10. Okay, those are the 1 and 2 or 1 and 1 teams. And all you have left is the Vikings 1 and 3, probably your 11 team. Uh, Lions 12 at 0 and 2. Dolphins 13 at 0 and 2. Because um, I think I would pick the Lions to beat the Dolphins if we had to choose that game like today. So. Yeah, that's how we got it. So we go Steelers, Chargers, Bengals, Cowboys, Bills, Jags, Raiders. Chiefs, Niners, Oilers, Vikings, Lions, Dolphins. But you got the Chiefs at seven. I would say the Chiefs. I'd probably the Chiefs higher to be honest with you, but I won't. I won't ruffle feathers. Um, I also have myself higher. I've just played a couple really good teams this past week. All right, uh, let's get to a week three preview. Uh, we'll be playing once again at sixty-two Dolan, which is the blue turf in Sayreville. Games start at nine o'clock in the morning per usual remember if you are playing at nine o'clock and you do not show up on time your game will start regardless um 
Let's see. One second. I'm trying to find the schedule real quick. Okay. All right. Week three, 9 o'clock game. Vikings versus Cowboys. Good game at 9 o'clock. Me versus Dan Vikings, Anarella. Cowboys. That's our 11th team oh, in the, in Am the rankings. Have to sing, turn off the lights on your fucking season already. I mean, that's just... There's turn 10, off the there's lights. Ten, the party's over. Okay, so there's 10 games <laughs> in the season and 10 teams of the 13 make the playoffs. There's no... In week three, no one's season is being sung off. So, <laughs> let's, let's start with that. Listen, when I wrote you off last year, you came back and won a championship. Exactly. So you should want me to write you off. No, I don't want you to write me off. I don't want to write <laughs> us off yet either. All right. In this game for the Cowboys, we need to just do better in the secondary. We need to um, stop the deep shots from occurring because if we could stop that, we should be able to neutralize their offense a little bit. Um, this may be a game where their D-line doesn't really get after me as well because they don't have the fastest or quickest D-line in the league, but they do do a decent job generating pressure through different types of blitzes. Um, they send they send Ponte a couple times I saw in the film when I was watching um, to blitz, so they do know they have to get pressure on the quarterback, um, but they have really good athletes in the secondary, so I think this is going to be a good athletic game. I could see this game being played in a higher in the higher uh, score if it gets if it, if it gets going early i could be this game could be being played in the 30s so um obviously i'm taking myself in this game but dan has shown that he's played very well he's able to move the ball able to score touchdowns and they're going to be a tough team to beat they're gonna be, it's, it's a very tough game for my squad you know usually i would go with the experience here yeah uh but you know last week i i took the jags with the experience and the cowboys wanted up winning that game yes uh, although you know the game winning touchdown was dropped, but <laughs> none. I'm, I'm going with the Cowboys this week. Okay, I, I got Dan. Prove, prove me right. Go out and play your best game against uh, defending champ and current uh, quarterback legend in this league. Thanks, <laughs> appreciate it. Not the way I played last week, but appreciate it nonetheless. Uh, it's, no, it's, it's going to be. I think this is going to be a high scoring game. I like your Cowboys pick. Like if I was a person that wasn't on the Vikings, he wasn't playing me. I would like your Cowboys pick. I do think that they played better to date. Um, we 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 sh- in my eyes, I think we should be two and two. But you, you you are what you are, and we are one and three. We have to come out and be more physical in the trenches. And I expect our team to do that. We're gonna make some changes to how we play. I've talked about it with my team a little bit this week after I had a few few days to get over the the crushing Sunday that I had, followed by nine hours of work. Um, but yeah, so I'm taking myself. Tommy is on Dan Anarella and the Cowboys. Uh, not often you hear Tommy pick against me, but there's yeah. now two straight weeks that he's picking against me. Yeah. So, uh, new, new, uh, new Tommy, new Tommy on the pod. All right. Other nine o'clock game: Lions versus Steelers. This is a game of two teams that are currently going, going in opposite directions, directions yeah. and also just have different strengths. Um, Lions' strength is uh, their receivers. Their weakness is probably their line. The Steelers are just complete all over. Yeah, um, if, if your weakness is your line, then you're in a lot of trouble against you, these teams. Yes. They get after the quarterback. They send three. They get a hell of pressure. The Laguna brothers are menaces on the line. They can put anyone on that third line, and Lebo, Kev Morris, uh, that's really all they put out yeah, there. You, you can only hope. Lions can only hope for uh, time possession, yep. ball control, offense. Yep. Keep the ball out of their hands because they're going to put up forty on you if you if you don't you don't control the clock. Yeah, you got to control the clock and you got to try to control the possession, control possession um, when you play the Steelers team. Um, this is an uphill battle for the Lions. Tough draw in Week Three, starting from an zero and two start in two games that they could have and maybe a lot of people think should have won those two games. So. Uh, yeah, Lions 
are definitely an uphill battle for this one. Steelers, we both have as the number one team in the league right now through two weeks, and I'm going to take the Steelers. Yeah, I'm not. I'll, you know, there might not be a week where I don't pick them. I gotta go Steelers again. Yeah, Steelers are gonna win. That was a short. That was I'm a just short hoping there's no dissension on the Lions team. Keep that team together. It's a good team. Got a good bunch of players. You got to figure out, you know, what you're gonna do at quarterback. Yeah. Um, all right. We'll stick with the Lions. They have a second game of doubleheader. Their first of the year, playing against the Raiders. Um, just gonna be honest. More winnable game for the Lions. Yeah. Um, the Raiders are a physical bunch on the defensive line too, but not a team that's impossible to block. Ray Cafano's had a really good start to the season. Um, they also have a bunch of different guys who play on the D line for them. Uh, 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 Mark Nicholas, um, they had Cody on there a little bit. DeJour plays a little D-line for sure, but um, Colin Thompson. In this game, the Raiders, uh, they're probably going to be a little juiced up. This is Hogreef uh, playing with Leota, playing against Leota. So a little friendly rivalry from when their days playing together on the Falcons. Um, I know the Raiders believe that they have the best defensive team in the league. I've heard that from multiple players on their team, and they do have a very good defense. Um, put up 26 last week, so they really got their offense going in a game against the Oilers. Um, tough game, I think, because the Lions have to play a very physically uh, physical team in the Steelers in the first game. It's going to hinder them in the second game as Charlie continues to fucking bark. I'm going to continue on, though. I am taking the Raiders in this game, which means I have the Lions falling to 4-0. and I mean, 0-4. And I have the Raiders improving to 2-1. I think Hogreef uh, is figuring it out. And and I think that their defense is really good, and he has good weapons to throw to, weapons that he trusts throwing the football to. Darielle didn't even talk about. Yeah, uh, listen, I'm, I'm high on the Raiders enough to put them ahead of the Chiefs at number seven. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with them. Uh, I'm gonna, unfortunately, Lions. I feel are gonna fall uh, uh, 0-4. Yeah, dropping two uh, is gonna be tough. It's not gonna be good for uh, morale on that team. Uh, Raiders uh, moving up with a bullet. Yeah, Raiders, I like them. I think they're definitely ascending as they continue to play with each other. They have a good group, a lot of chemistry on that team. So uh, as long as Hogreave doesn't take too many sacks, gets rid of the football, um, I think they're going to be all right in this game. I think they're going to get the win. All right, 10 o'clock game. You have the Chiefs against the Dolphins. Dolphins making their return to the league um, after a one-week bye for them. They got um, a player? Yeah, they, they have players coming in. Um I still haven't gotten them a second round sub yet. I need. We still need to get on that. Um, uh, what I will say though is that in this game, uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Uh, they have Matt Ballow as a sub for their eighth round pick, who's no longer playing. That's a good move for them. Yeah, he's a veteran player, good flag puller in the secondary. You kind of play him wherever you need him to play. He can play center for you too if you really need. Um, and then they're getting one of Zach Bilheimer's friends. I'm not sure who it is for Lamar, who's no longer playing. And then Dan Dexter's no longer playing. I'm still trying to find him a sub for the second round. Uh, maybe they get a fill-in player this week, but it won't be the person that's subbing for them. But they will have, hopefully, a full team. And in this game against the Chiefs, the Dolphins are just going to be looking to get on track. The Chiefs have uh, allowed a lot of points this season. They allowed 40 to the Steelers, 27, uh, 27 to me, and 26 to the Bills. So they are going to play games in the high scoring. So Negron might be able to get the offense moving a little bit against this team. Um, just need to see a better Negron. Starts off slow each season, but need to pick it up. I uh, just want to yes. see that team move the ball. They're probably juiced to get back out there, though. They got a good team in the line at Kalka, uh Harnish, Vic Cologne. They got to step up, play a little better for Negron, help him out so he has time to throw and be able to make plays to his receivers down the field. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to ride with the Chiefs' uh, hot second half last week. They kind of figured out uh, the connection between uh, Tommy and Malik, so I'll, I'll ride with the Chiefs on this one. All right, uh, other 11 o'clock game. We, or No, I'm sorry, that was the other 10 o'clock game. Now we're on the 11 o'clock game. We'll stick with the Dolphins. They play a second game of the day against the 49ers. 49ers are going to get back on track. Uh, Negron and company, we both think, will still be looking for their first win of the season. Um, Dolphins going to be the same thing. Don't take too many sacks. Get rid of the ball, Negron, and play really good defense to help out Negron and get the ball back. Try to um, limit turnovers for them and just, you know, continue to get better as a team. For the Niners, got a lot to figure out. Um, Did they lose? Wasn't there. Oh, okay. Um, the nine, for the Niners, they got a lot to figure out. They got to figure out their center situation. J.K. Wells got to get better at snapping. And defense played uncharacteristically a little soft in the second game against Collis. So um, I want to see that team come out with a little more fire, a little more energy to start the game. Simpkins, Dins, Augie, and Bowen in the back should be an elite secondary. Uh, Sedano got to get back after it after he had a really good week one. Uh, not the... I mean, he had a good. It, there was nothing wrong with his play, but I just want to see him be energized and be ready to go. You know, Suroff needs to get back on track as well. So they, this team needs to rally around Suroff and uh, get him back on track mentally. I can't. I can't see Suroff dropping the three, three straight. Or eight. Yeah. yeah. When was the last time that happened? Couldn't tell you. Um, you know, my preseason pick going to be Augie. Uh, I, I don't think he. Augie scores a lot for that man. He makes yeah, plays when the ball gets in his hands. I, doesn't I, get his I, hands I, enough. I think, I think Augie goes off this week. Yeah, let's see if Suroff can get him the target share I think he needs. Yeah, uh, he, yeah feed him. You yeah, know. let's feed Augie. He took him feed, third for a reason, no? Jesus Christ, feed your horses, everyone. This is I, I, I say it every week. Feed, feed your, your horses. horses. Dance with the girl you brought to the prom. That's what I'm saying. That's what Tommy, that was the first thing I think Tommy said on this podcast about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think Augie definitely needs to little, get a couple more touches in this offense. I think Suroff needs to just you know get back to playing his game. One rough day doesn't define you as a quarterback, and I told him that, and I think he'll be all right. I'm taking the Niners in this game. Yeah, I'm taking the Niners too. Yep, all right. We both have the Niners going 2-2 two and two to start the season. 12 o'clock game. You have the Bills versus the Bengals. Bills Ooh, versus the Bengals. 2-0 and o Bengals versus 2-1 Bills. I think this is going to be a very good game at 12 o'clock. Uh, weather looks good for this Sunday again. Um, we've had very good weather this season through, through two weeks. I'm hoping it continues in the long run. Um, Bills versus Bengals. Let's talk about this one. Um, should be a good battle in the trenches. Marola, Jacob Esposito, uh, Santiago, Roman against guys like Kalka, Rhett, Douglas, uh, Sobes versus uh, Sam Allen. Last time I think they played, I think so. I think uh, I think Sam either. I think Sam beat. No, I think he lost by one to Sobes. Maybe I could be wrong about that. Um, but. But uh, in this game, I want to see if the Bengals are able to not control the line of scrimmage, but not allow the Bills to control the line of scrimmage because they do have the bigger bodies. Um, they are going to try to run the ball because they did do a lot more running the ball with Sobes last week, so I liked what I saw there. Um, Mike Russo gets involved. they got to be able to pull flags and rally to the football if you're the Bengals. Bengals haven't had a difficult time pulling flags this year so far, so I'm not too worried about that. But um, I could see this game getting a little chippy in the trenches potentially. Let's keep our heads, everybody, and uh, just continue to play football the way we know how. Uh, in this game, I'm taking the Bills. See, I'm conflicted about this game. Yeah, why? Tell me. Uh, it, it's the Bills play uh, every game they play. It's been close. Correct. Slow starts in all three games. Yeah, uh, and they managed to win two out of the three. Yep. And the third one lost by a point. Yes. Yeah, so, so you know they're competitive in every game. Um, 
Sam is facing a, a tough a tough line uh, with with Rhett Douglas and um, oh, who's Corker and Corker. Yeah, that that that's a really tough line. It's to a go big ahead. line. Could it causes pressure? It, it collapses the pocket. But you know what Sam does so well? He he doesn't allow the the rushers to know like I'm gonna drop back throw every play. We're gonna get the ball fast. We're gonna have motion out. We're gonna throw the swing pass and allow our receiver to make a play outside of the line area. Um, I think he does a pretty decent job of just making the D-line have to think and not just come after you every single play, the same pin your ears back and throw. But I do agree that this is a line that's probably going to give them a little bit of trouble. Santi, Marola, and Roman is a solid line. They're going to be able to, they're definitely going to win plays. Like there's not, I'm not saying they're going to get dominated by any means. But I'm taking the Bills just because I think they'll be able to dominate the line of scrimmage a little bit. But secondary-wise, Soap's going to have a hard time, I think, getting the ball to his receivers with uh, guys like Jake and Keanu yeah. and Connor in yeah. the secondary. A-Rod in the middle of the field, big, long body. So um, I'm taking the Bills, but I think it's going to be a very close competitive game, and I would not be shocked if the Bengals win. Yeah, I'm going to go Bengals on this one. Nice. A little crossfire action. Yeah, um, I'd like to see them you know, keep it up, uh, stay undefeated. Uh, I think this is a real test for Sam. Uh, Sam's going to have to show me something. Every week I tell him to show you me said, something. Yeah, he played well last week. I he did, say, he did. I can't say you guys showed me something. But now, last now week. he's facing a really, really tough line. Uh, and it, it's on him to you know, neutralize that line and see what he could do. Yeah, I agree. But uh, I like your Bengals pick. Like I said, I would not be shocked if the Bengals win the game. All right, last game of the day. All right, last game of the day is the Chargers versus the Oilers. Chargers coming off a, a monstrous 2-0 day where they outscored opponents uh, probably like, it was, I think it was 81-26, to 26, 27. So very good day for their first game as a team. They looked really good. Uh, going against an Oilers team that is coming now two straight losses following a, 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 a four-overtime win against the Cowboys in Week 1. Um, in this game, I'm going to look for the Oilers' offensive line and defensive line to not get bullied like the other teams that they not get dominated the way uh, that other teams have against the Chargers this season Um, because if you can do that and not that you can force Collison to be only a passer but if you're able to limit the damage on those designed runs and not allow Collis to get going running the football it at least puts you at a somewhat of an advantage defensively. You know that you're, as your secondary, you know that your your line is handling the run, and you don't need to worry about that as much. Um, that's a tough task, though, when they got the, the bodies they got behind, in front of Collis. Uh, the Oilers, if they go to Mikey, I think it gives them a better chance to win. Um, I think they still have a very good offensive line with Giroux, Caleb Hunt, and Hughes, even without Mikey on the line. Uh, it gives you more... He has a lot of fast receivers that can make plays catch the football well um it's going to be a good game i'm taking the chargers in this game i i'm not sure how many times i'm going to pick against them this season just because they can dominate the line of scrimmage and they can play really physical football and they put up a lot of points they're going to put up a lot of points they have a lot of guys that make you miss flags i think Dion brazil is going to continue to have a great season i think delon's going to have a great season um and this Chargers team is going to have a very good year yeah until someone steps up and can punch this team in the mouth yeah I'm talking about <laughs> not physically, not metaphorically, <laughs> metaphorically football-wise. Right? Uh, yeah, because they are a physical team. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to pick against them either. So uh, I'll roll with the Chargers. Yeah, me too. All right, that does it for the Week Three preview. Um, a lot of the same picks by us, but a couple crossfires. Um, everyone, we're playing at the Blue Field. Thanks for listening. If you have not paid the full league feed, is due this week. Make sure you pay. Have a good night, everybody. Peace.